Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome back to the Ohioan uh, segment three of the show. Uh, Columbus Dispatch had a good story recently about South Drive-In. And if you're in Columbus, uh, that's the main drive-in here in the Columbus area. Uh, check them out. Drive-ins are kind of fun. And right now, we're in the, with us being in the middle of COVID, if you want to see concerts, that's how you're going to see some concerts. There's actually some concerts coming up at South that I wouldn't mind getting the interviews for. So... Um, South Drive-In's turned in from a place that, you know, drivers are kind of waning in popularity, where South Drive-In might be one of the premier entertainment areas this summer here in Columbus, depending on what happens with COVID. I wanted to ask Craig this, because Craig's our in-house pop culture movie person. Um, he's now talking to Bob Garvey each week. I checked out. Good job on last week's show with Bob. Um, Craig, what's your opinion about drive-ins? Um, uh, is that a good place to see a movie? I mean, you're more of the puristic, holistic, I want to see the movie in its proper form. Well, we've debated in the past of either the movie theater or watching on your TV. How does drive-ins compare to the other two options? Well, you know, at, at this point, you know, in a COVID era, it might not be a bad option. I will say this, you know, having experienced drive-ins, having experienced IMAX theaters or just normal, you know, indoor screens theaters, uh, and obviously watching at home. I don't think anything really beats the the nostalgia of going to the theater. I know, you know, drive-ins obviously have their their own sort of set of nostalgia, and and some people love it. It brings them, you know, fond memories of maybe being a kid or maybe going on dates with, you know, their their sweetheart, you know, back in the day. But, you know, for me. I think any time that you either have to make a decision to sit in your car and listen to the audio playback on your radio, which actually some theaters do, uh, where they stream it to a certain radio station and you can, you know, in the comfort of your car, you know, watch, watch and, you know, through the, your, obviously your windshield and then listen through the radio, or you have to sit outside and watch it. Any, I think for me, any place where you can get bit by mosquitoes, which I really hate getting bit by mosquitoes because I have terrible reactions to them. Okay. I'm not really a big fan. I will say that I've been the last, I think the last movie that I saw at the drive through was like hotel Transylvania three mm. several years ago. We went sort of as a little fam, a small family get together. You know um, I think my wife and her family really love the, the nostalgia of going to the drive in um, me, not so much. I love the comforts of the theater or I, at the end of the day, I would prefer my home theater setup that I have. So for me, drive-ins, while maybe nostalgic, not really my cup of tea. 
Well, it's interesting. I think for bands, they like the idea of having drive-in concerts. Just right now, that's pretty much how you're doing it. Um, I will say I have a funny uh, discussion with uh, f- former Flyleaf lead singer Lacey Sturm, who was excited because she did a drive-in concert. But she said, I want to wear a dress. want to have fun, look nice and everything. And she said, it was cold. I had to put a big park on. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't know if – well, I guess the summer, I may be warm. I, I guess you got more fun. I, I got to say, Brandon, I don't want to get weird here, but, man, I like the drive-ins to take my wife for a kind of a – romantic date. I mean, I, I guess we weren't really paying attention to the movie. Um, I don't know. Is driving's going to be more popular? I mean, hopefully we're going to get out of COVID before too long, but even in the summer, driving's probably going to be safer than other places. Are you thinking about checking out the driving for a movie or a concert or anything like that? Uh, I kind of felt a little sense of fatigue oh. when I saw that story, Chris. I was oh. just like, there's so many pop-up drive-ins. In Columbus last year, yeah, Houston had one, Kahana had one, Pickerington had one. Just like, duh, you know, you probably there was there was one in Westerville, I'm sure. I mean, there were so many pop up drive drive ins, and I'm just mentioning suburbs of Columbus for anyone unfamiliar with the area. But um, there were um, so many pop ups last year, and having to like, as you know, as an arts and entertainment journalist, it's just like. You know, you kind of had to like kind of be aware of all of them and sort of and do roundups and mention them because it was like the only thing you could do right. last year. Right. And so this year I'm just like, I just want to go back to the nice darkness of of, um, of the movie theater. The only bright screen should be the one on the big one. <laughs> um, and the sound is like perfect. You can hear every every um, yes. every sound or every voice or every little breath. And then. When it comes to the home screen, you're just like, wait, I didn't catch that. <laughs> it's um, I, I um, gotta say, I gotta out myself and not not out myself. But uh, last year, I would take my daughter to drive-ins. Um, the church we used to go to in Westville had drive-in. They played Disney movies on Friday night, and it was great because at the end of the week, I was tired. Daughter wanted to see a movie. We go to the drive-in. I conk out in the front seat. She's in the back in her. You know her car seat, and we end up both falling asleep. And we wake up, and no one's in the church or outside the church. They have like a, a big drive-in screen, so I end up waking up at like one in the morning, and my tire wakes up, and we just drive home. It's great. <laughs> I kind of like driving's better for that. I mean, if it's not like a romantic date, I mean, hey, you can fall asleep a little easier. It's kind of <laughs> nice. And you don't have an usher waking you up to yeah. clean, up your, clean up the floors and stuff afterwards, huh? Right. It's awkward if you fall asleep in the theater. Hey, you're the last one in the, in the parking lot. You get to yeah. clean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess... That's the rule. I guess I'm getting older. You, you young guys. Well, like, what? 1 a.m. I'm so up, you know? I, yeah, well, no, I, I guess I guess my big thing with drive-ins is, you know, I don't want to have to battle the elements, and that could be mosquitoes or rain, or I don't want to have to figure well, out, like, if it rains or gets really windy, what do I do? Or, you know, when you go into a movie theater, like Brandon said, you're going to a movie theater, you're getting the best screen possible, you're getting the best, you know, audio setup possible. You're not necessarily getting that at a drive-in. The screens aren't necessarily set up for that, and the audio certainly is not. So while I understand why some people may like going into drive-ins, especially during COVID, I can certainly understand that. I think I would rather wait for the theaters to be open and be more comfortable and safe going to a theater 
and then maybe in the meantime, just watch movies at home and, you know, wait for those theaters. And, and I mean, my theaters are open. I just don't feel as comfortable going just yet. Even though I'm vaccinated, I still feel a little iffy about, you know, going into, you know, theaters where there could be dozens of people who knows. But, you know, once once you get to that point in time, I'm willing to wait for it. And I think it'll be worth it to go back to that rather than, you know, well, I'll just go to drive-ins if I want to get my movie theater kick. Because I just don't think it's the same to me. I just, I'm an old parent. I have an eight-year-old that can't chase around the home. And instead of falling asleep on the couch and my wife yelling at me, I can fall asleep in the car. <laughs> Door's locked. It's good. It, so maybe I like driving for weird reasons. I mean, it's, I don't think everyone else is like, oh, yeah, that's good. But, hey, if you're an older parent, it's good. So I don't know. But, yeah, check out South Drive-In. Like I said, they got some concerts coming up. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out. I The other problem I have is, now, I wonder if there's going to be a ton of people at South Drive-In this summer. and uh, Other drive-in, do you think? I don't know. I, I kind of think that people are starting to, you know, maybe feel like they can get beyond COVID. And if, if there's a – like if someone announced a show inside an arena tomorrow, I think people would be excited to go. So I, I even though I think this is a good idea to, to try to capitalize on the time that we're living in, you know, I think most people are starting to feel more comfortable and the people that want to go out, you know, it's the same thing that we saw with, you know, getting together for Ohio State games or Cleveland Browns games or whatever, or going to bars and restaurants in droves. I think they'll be the same people that will say, yeah, I'd go to a concert given the, if, if, if it's the right artist, I'll go to a concert, even if it's jam packed or there's social distancing. And you got to remember with, you know, with the override of the governor, it looks like starting in June, there really is no health restrictions if, if assuming the legislators don't want that. So, you know, that would allow if, if a, if a promoter wants to come into nationwide arena, or, you know, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland and have a 20,000-person concert, technically they could. And I think they could probably sell those out if they really, you know, I think some people would say, yeah, I'll take it, you know, especially with the vaccine out right now and and everything. So, you know, maybe the drive-in's a little too late on this, possibly. Best idea for concerts, and this will work pre-COVID and post-COVID. I'll bring it up because we had him on the show. Uh, Jerome Fontenmillis, uh, he's a keyboard guitarist for Switchfoot. Uh, he was on a show about a month ago. Well, he talked to me before. They do these monthly concerts that are kind of like a pay-per-view where you can join their club. They have like a Netflix-type club. Mm-hmm. So last month he was on to promote. They were doing a concert in an empty baseball stadium, the big Padres stadium out in San Diego. Uh, and so it was COVID-friendly. You know, nobody else was there. So they were able to you know be loud and have a loud show and everything. Well, this week, past week, they did their next monthly concert. They actually did it in a hot air balloon. They sent the band up in a hot air balloon, and it was more acoustic. I mean, obviously, you can't have you know speakers up there or anything. But I watched part of it. It was kind of fun. Yeah. What do you think? Should bands go in hot air balloons now for concerts? Well, I guess anywhere you can play. I don't know. Brandon, what do you think about that? No, horrible. <laughs> well, it's a one-off idea. I'm not saying they're like, hey, we're going to hot air concerts every... Yeah, it's kind of unique, different, one time. Now, if they do a tour of hot air balloons... Well, only on one condition. What's it's that? above Chris's house. Yeah. 
It'll be nice. I would be freaked out because I'm watching kidding, the, I'm kidding. Watching the video, they had their like guitar hanging out, and the one guy kind of leaned over just to have fun. But man, I've never been a hot air balloon. I'd be afraid that I'd flop out, especially if you're like sitting down playing an instrument. It'd be kind of hard. So, yeah. well, let us know what you think. Let us know if you're down with the drive-in theaters. If you if you're like me and like going to fall asleep when you can't <laughs> catch up with your kid, or if if you're still in the romance part, yeah, let us know what you think. And as always, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Uh, please check out our, our Hope Interrupted podcast with Byron and Jennifer. And check our sponsors and keep sharing us. We appreciate all of you guys. Have a good one. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.